the sandwich. What song should we sing a cappella to start this week's episode? Well, you have to think about it, and that's not a good sign. So it won't come from a place of passion. It'll come from a place of predetermination. Well, you just say a cappella, and I instantly think of uh, the treble makers in Pitch Perfect. <laughs> da, da, oh, da, da, oh. <laughs> yeah, that did not come from a place of passion. No. <laughs> 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 that, uh, 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 um, good to be here. Good to be, to be here. Uh, hi, my name's Luke. Oh, look at this going order, sorry. Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, my name's Tyler. I'm <laughs> <laughs> sorry, man. Uh, did, uh, Why does it have to go in order, man? Can't we shake things up once in a while? Because we have to be friendly yeah, for dyslexic people, you fuck. <laughs> Valid. Anyway, what I episode am, number is this? Anyway, I am the R in uh, Reuben Sandwich. Um, <laughs> just what? another type of sandwich. Oh, yeah. Okay. I wasn't referring to our friend Reuben. No, I know that it's a pork sandwich. I'm familiar with it. Yeah. It doesn't mean it's like worthwhile saying. Mm. Oh. You're just at this point. So six episodes in, you decide to tell me. Yeah, well, funny enough, that there is the seventh stuff episode. that I shouldn't say this on this podcast. This is the seventh podcast. episode, which is why I asked you what episode number are we up to. You don't even know what episode it is still. No, because again, as I said last week or the week before that, whenever I said it, <laughs> uh, we've recorded 38 episodes with seven episodes of Make worth of... Uh, Made it to air material. false information. We have lost two of them. <laughs> that is true. So we've recorded 36 episodes. And <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, we can be one of those like a uh, vegan sandwiches with the lettuce on the outside. So I'll go first. I'm Luke. I'm the L in BL. Oh, in L. B. L. T. L. Why is it two L's? L, B, L, T. You use some lettuce in the middle as well. <laughs> Okay, so we're going okay, to circle back to you. It's a layered sandwich. Okay, so, we, so you go. Hi, I'm the Luke in uh, L-T-B-L. L. There's L on the bottom and another layer of L on the bottom again. Yeah, there's lasagna in the pizza. <laughs> oh, sorry, the pizza in the sandwich. Holy f- Wait, so now you have to go through the lasagna as well. You oh, got the man. pastry, then you got the meat and the cheese and the cream or I whatever. I just feel like this whole start of this episode has not come oh, from- Oh, remember a- when my little comment about the Reuben wasn't worth saying? <laughs> oh, oh, would have loved you to predict the next 30 seconds of content we produce. <laughs> um, no, good to be here. My name's I- Tyler. I'm the- oh, sorry, you start, please. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am the B. I am Blake. I am the B in BLT. I'm Luke. I'm the L in BLT. Now I have an issue with how you guys have started this. <laughs> I'd like to start it again. Go from the top, please, one more time, and use a little bit more pizzazz. Do you have an issue? I thought you were the T. No, I have a tissue. Okay. Then. Do you want a bit more pizzazz? I want with a it? bit more bravado out okay. of the B and a little bit more luster out of the L. Okay. It seems today <laughs> that all oh, you see is my well, name is Blakey. I'm the B in LT. You <laughs> <laughs> almost got that. <laughs> nearly, nearly uh, You want a pizzazz? I've already done mine. Do it again. I. <laughs> just sound like I was I, just saying just other like, letters now. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, bro's naming body parts. Okay, I hand, Luke. leg. I Luke, and the L in BLT. Good. The hills are alive with the sound of Tyler on the T in BLT. <laughs> that did come from a place of passion. It, yeah, I was in the throes of passion when I delivered that little melody. But now oh, we're okay. back for another episode. 
it's good that everyone's now aware of kind of who represents each letter in the sandwich. I'm glad that we got pod. that out because last episode we waited about 15 minutes into the episode to do the introduction. And this episode it took 15 minutes. <laughs> to do the introduction. <laughs> That's true. I like it. Keep it on their toes, man. Good. It's good, it's good stuff. Now so. you left us on a cliffhanger last episode, Tyler. Oh, uh, you want to just kick it off with the Facebook Marketplace story? I think so, oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of like it's annoying when... The TV show leaves you on a cliffhanger and then they don't get straight into it next Yeah, they step. start with the B plot and then come back to the main characters. We've already done the B, C, D and E plot. <laughs> <laughs> We've done the A, C, D, C plot. Hey. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, here's my Facebook Marketplace story. So I've been working on some new Blank Face songs, some new material. And uh, when, you, when you start working on stuff as a musician, uh, you, you, the excuse is always, oh, these songs suck because I need new toys to make them with, right? So I've been going through the cycle of selling all my old stuff on Facebook Marketplace and eBay. Um, now, I don't know, when was, when was the last time you guys used Facebook Marketplace or eBay to sell stuff? I've never sold anything. You've never? Oh, I saw my car on it a couple of years ago. Okay. Smooth experience? Uh, yep. It was fine. No hiccups. No hiccups at all. Sold it for $800. <laughs> uh, the only time I've ever used any of them was great great price. Were you happy with that? Uh, absolutely not. What type of car was it? It was a 2001 Toyota Camry. What the f- Did it work? Did it start? It started, yep. Uh, but we were just at the point where I just we wanted to get rid of it. And we 2018? 2001. Oh, sorry. What? I don't know why I heard 18. Why are you selling it? Why did you sell like a perfectly fine car for that for eight hundred dollars, way undervalued? But you're still you've been trying to flog a Nintendo Switch online for way too much money for the last six months. Every like three days on my Facebook feed, because I check it every three days, is the first thing comes up is Blake Baby listed his Nintendo Switch. It's yeah, still for like above up. retail oh, really? price. Dude's <laughs> <laughs> trying to make a profit as if the. The prints of his thumbs on the joysticks make it worth more or something. <laughs> well, you know me, man. I love uh, signing uh, and putting my little stamp on communal household items. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's true. But uh, no, someone will be dumb enough. <laughs> that's true, maybe. One day someone will be dumb enough and that'll make a, it'll be a good uh, return on investment there. Now, the f- it's probably some like super fan, <laughs> brick paver, Blake Pavey fan that's listening to this right now. Someone in Bustleton's like, God, I could use some signed Joy-Cons. <laughs> <laughs> the Econ remotes aren't It's a enough. Facebook marketplace fight between uh, Ceiling Fan Girl and Blade from Terrelgan. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe I can put it with my hat. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if the, the plastic coating of the Nintendo Switch will absorb as much of his moisture as Also, I felt like doing the T-Rex arm while impersonating Blade wasn't necessary either. <laughs> that, was a a, that was a bit of a stab in the gut. Oh, man. Well, it, well it, would, it wouldn't have been too far if you didn't uh, describe it because it, it's, it, we're on an audio platform. <laughs> That's true. You could have got away with it. Anyway, uh, yeah, I've been using Facebook Marketplace and eBay and it's just a freaking nightmare, man. I mean, it, Facebook Marketplace is... Truly a hive of scum and villainy. I'll tell you that much. There's just the things that get slung on that platform are devious on the best of days. But it brought back memories of one time, like, you know how when something happens and at the time you kind of think, oh, this is a little bit weird, but you don't really process it. And then weeks, months, years later, you look back and go, that was, how did I survive that? Or how, how did that happen? And nobody, I never unpacked that and was just like, that's fine. 
Yeah, have you ever had something I, like that? Because I know roughly what you're leading to here with this story. Yeah. It's shocking me that at the time you didn't consider yeah. it a problem. No, I was it's like, one this of the most weird. problematic stories I've ever been told. Yeah. Okay. Well, it was a weird thing, but as like a as like a person living it, I was like, this is like a. You know, oh, they just do it different out here, I suppose. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I don't know. It was weird though. Okay, so I just turned eighteen. I was I, I was still in year twelve. I was had been working part time. I had a bit of cash, and I was like, "Damn, I'm gonna buy my first piece of real like music equipment." So I was looking for like really nice guitar amps, and I found this guitar amp. Um, and it was the same one that Brian May from Queen used. And I was like, damn, I have to get this. This has to be my first really nice amp. Uh, anyway, I'm on Facebook Marketplace and eBay and doing all that sort of thing. Find one on Marketplace um, from some old dude living in Whittlesea, which is in like... In Northern... Northeastern... Melbourne suburbs. Melbourne like suburbs. Very north Yeah, suburbs. but it was, it's mm. almost regional. Like, Whittlesea's like... Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it is... Would you say yeah, it's, it's regional? It's regional, yeah. Yeah, okay. It's regional. And uh, it was like a 45 minute away from the house I grew up in or whatever. And I said to mum, I was like, hey, mum, I need to get this guitar amp. Do you mind driving me out? And she was like, oh, all right, whatever, fine, I'll do it. So it's Saturday Arvo. Uh, mum and I drive out to this house in Whittlesea um, and the dude was giving me this amp real cheap. Like this is an amp that was probably worth $2,000. I think, yeah, I think I got it for the price of a 2001 Toyota Camry. And <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was excited. I was elated. I couldn't believe it. I just wanted to get my, my mitts on this guitar amp. And uh, we get to this house and we pull up and mum's like, are you sure this is the place? And I'm looking, I'm like, yeah, this is the address for sure. And it was like the real like sort of, you know when you see in like a creepy like American kids movie or something, the cursed house that's like got the, the the shitty like chain fence and like the house looks like a drug den and everything's fallen off the, the paint's been stripped. Like looks a haunted like, house. It was like, like a haunted house. Like, like Edward Scissorhands house. Animated movie, haunted house. You mean Monster House? Monster House, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Fuck's sake. Yeah, where they go in and there's the house has an uvula. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really weird. Yeah, it was kind of like that movie was cursed as hell, man. Scary as. I don't know yeah. why I watched it when I was saying so it. Wasn't the, the plot that in the end it turns out the dude was angry because his, his dead wife's ghost was taking over the house and she was really pissed? Yeah. What a weird th- plot. Anyway, <laughs> what a weird kids movie that was. Yeah. Okay, well, it wasn't that haunted, but it was... <laughs> maybe it was arguably more evilly haunted. Was it house. as haunted as uh, Eddie Murphy's house in A Haunted House? Haunted Mansion. Fuck! Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you really... What? Your, oh, cinema, your cinema knowledge is... zero for two at the moment with yeah. movie references. <laughs> it's there, but it's not present. Yeah, you're, you're close, but God. no cigar. Anyway, I'm looking at this case. I'm like, yeah, this is definitely it. And mum goes, all right, well, I'm going to wait here. You go for it. Run inside. Get your ramp. I was like, cool. Now, since the day I entered this earth, day zero... I don't like the small talk. I don't like the stop and chats. Not about it. Especially with strangers, right? I'm not there to to learn your life story. That if doesn't show. You're very charismatic and good at it. Yep. Thanks, man. I don't care for it, though. No, no, no. Look, look, no. Throwing this out there to the BLT heads, I'll have a chat with you. Clearly, you've got great taste. I already know that about you. People meet him at shows and are just like, oh, he hates this. No, yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. I want to make that clear. No, that's not true. But, you know, 
that's because they approach me. They go, you know, if they if you if you like BLT, then you've got exquisite taste. So that's all right. Happy to ch- happy to s- stop and chat with you. But this when when you meet, buy something off marketplace, you pull up, you give them the cash, you take your thing, you're out of there. It's, it's a purely transactional. Purely relationship. transactional. I'm not looking to connect. And the other thing is too, a lot of the time I've discovered over the years with musicians, you know, for some reason people slinging musical gear think that they're like, hey man, like that. You always get invited to jam. It's really awkward. <laughs> it's not a like a transaction. It becomes a networking event. Yeah, that's what it is. They they treat it like, oh man, so you in a band at the moment? And I'm like, what? It's like us slinging microphones. Like, man, we should start a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> that's how we met on Facebook Marketplace, <laughs> selling Shure SM7Bs to that's each other. That's the origin story of BLD. <laughs> Absolutely. Anyway, I am. I get out of the car and I'm going to the door purely with the intention of the guy handing me the amp, myself handing him the cash, and me leaving. I walk up to his front door, I knock on it. Eventually, this little old man opens the door and as he opens the door, the door swings open, plume of cigarette smoke billows out of the house and immediately I'm like, (coughs) I'm like, what the, that is so potent. Like this guy is a walking chimney. It was like sawdust, oh not sawdust, what's what's the, (laughs) sawdust is like wood. (laughs) Smoke plumes just out of him. Yeah. Go. Yeah, what do you you laugh about something, Blakey? No, because you need to bring up a specific part about this man, and then I was going to make a joke. So you go ahead, and I'll I'll have it banked up. Okay. Well, he was an old man, little old man, and he's like, "Hey, mate, how you doing?" I'm like, "Oh, yep, good." I'm looking around near his feet and his legs for the amp, and he's standing at the front door, and it's a skinny hallway that goes on really long, right down the hall. And he goes, "Oh, I've got the amp. Yep, come in here, mate. Come in here, have a play." Immediately, I'm like, I don't want to have a... Did I bring up the detail that you're waiting for? No. What's the detail? You'll know. Okay. Just, bring, just hang on. Keep telling the story. The anticipation for this joke. I know. I'm, he's level. sitting there loaded. I can tell he's got it locked this in. This could yeah. maybe make up for the two movie references and the Reuben sandwich comment from earlier. <laughs> All in one joke. <laughs> you're funny, Luke. Um. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he goes to me, he goes, come in, mate, have a play. Immediately, I'm like, I do not want to step foot in this man's house. This sucks. Yep. Uh, and he goes, come in, come in, come in. And I go, oh, my God. Oh, all right, no worries. So I step foot into his house, into the hallway. Door shuts behind me. Oh. Locks. Nope. Don't when like I'm that. inside. He locks it. How That's, old is he? He's uh, at the... T- look, when I... Like I said, I was 18 at the time. I looked at him. I was like, this guy's got to be like 80 years old. Probably like in his 60s or 70s, maybe. He had like a bald head, short, old as fuck, big goatee. It was grey, scraggly, shuffling around. He shuts the door and locks it. He's probably like 28, but he just lives in Whittlesea. <laughs> <laughs> that is a great shout. Well done. That's what, that's what fun filled six times a week does to a motherfucker. <laughs> But just like describing like the chain smoking that this guy does, it's probably it really wasn't as old as he thought you were. Maybe not. Yeah, Do you know what Funfields is like? Yeah, we went on an excursion there when I was in year eight. I thought Funfields was just like a northeast Victorian yeah, kid. That's thing. how. That's how. That's where Whittlesea is. It's so far north of Melbourne that people from Corowa in another state, basically. Yeah, they told state. us we were going to Melbourne for an excursion, and then we rock up in Whittlesea. We're like, what the. F- Fuck is this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, not quite. Anyway, old mate shuts the door, locks it, and then walks back in front of me to walk down, lead me down the hallway. And as he's walking around me, I catch a glimpse of what's on the wall. All over the wall in this guy's house was Nazi paraphernalia, like swastikas, photos of people 
in Nazi uniforms, black and white photos, um, Third Reich imagery and stuff. Mm. And at the time, naturally in my head, I go, oh, that was pretty sus. And in your head, you also go, oh, so that's why the chimney smelt so bad. Yep. Oh. <laughs> Is that what you're waiting for? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hell no. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Oh, wow. That was great. That was a great... Re- fuck. Calling Mandy Dufresne with that Shawshank Redemption. Am I right? <laughs> the sh- uh. Anyway, so I look at this is Nazi it, is imagery. Is it called the Shawshank um, uh, Rorschach test? What? Because I got the name of the movie I wrong. Got the joke. Yeah. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> and you're back on thin ice again, mate. <laughs> anyway. You just, got it. you just got yourself out of the hole that you were in yeah. with the Holocaust joke. Take the win, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> just burning Jewish people to get back on our good side. <laughs> that has never happened in the history of anything ever. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so I'm in the hallway going, okay, Nazi stuff, this is very scary. Now, this guy leads you down his hallway. We get into his kitchen. There's dishes and dirt and mold and shit all over the place. And I'm thinking- I have a question. Yes, sir? About the Nazi stuff. Yes. I know there's no no such thing as like good Nazi paraphernalia. Oh, no, it's classy. But is it like, (laughs) is it more- (laughs) No, Did it feel like more of a shrine or a museum? No, it was as if like, you know, when you go to your grandma's house and she's got photos of the kids and the cousins and the nephews and the family all over the walls, mm. take all those and just stick photos of Nazis in them where, just, the, where the grandkids are running around in the backyard. Just swastikas on every yeah. thing. Like swastika flags, like all sorts of shit. Right. It was, okay. Yeah, it was very confronting. Oh, but okay. once again, I'm planning on not being in old mate's house for too long anyway. So I don't really have the time to unpack it. Also, once again, I'm not big on confrontation, so I'm not going to be in this man's house. He's just locked the door. It was not on my to-do list to be like, hey, bro, what's the dealio, man? The Holocaust wasn't cool, eh? You know what I mean? I don't want to yeah. hear what his rebuttal to that is. Yeah, that'd be a weird debate. Yeah, time and place. Time and place. Anyway, we're in his kitchen, dirty dishes everywhere. He goes to me, all right, mate, just this way. Um, I've got the guitar. I've got a guitar here and the amp's plugged in. And uh, just letting you know, we can't make too much noise because my housemate's home trying to sleep. He gets really upset if you make too much noise and wake him up. And he also has a little mustache and he's been in hiding for a while. (laughs) (laughs) No stranger to popping cyanide capsules in his mouth. (laughs) He loves it. But just don't wake him up. Um, And I'm like, okay. And a bit of context as well. This amplifier I was purchasing and, and trialing for this guy, uh, the way that they're made is that there is no quiet mode on this thing. You turn it on and it goes from zero to one, but 0.5 of the one is loud as fuck. Well, you said it's the, what Brian May from Queen used to yeah, use. Yes, he uses them on stage every night. And he probably has it set to two in an arena. <laughs> and this, this kind of setting it up in his living room and telling me not to wake up his housemate. So we're in the kitchen... <laughs> And he goes to me, he goes, all right, it's just in here. Now he leads me to this living room and everywhere else in the house had shit all over the walls. There was things covering everything. This room was completely empty. Not a single thing on the wall, no no furniture in it, just the amp and a guitar, like a liminal space. It was like a David Lynch movie or something, just completely barren. 
which was very sus, very weird. That yeah. almost upset me. More than what? Dare I say that was more concerning to me than the dishes that were all over the place, but not the, the Nazi stuff. That was yeah. easily the That's most. That's still the most confronting part. By far, easily. Okay, anyway, so he hands me the guitar and he goes, all right, mate, let's uh, turn the amp on and give it a strum. And in my head, I'm thinking, oh, I said to him, I'm like, no, nah, it's all good. I'll just grab it. I'll just unplug it. No, 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 no. Let's hear. I want to hear what you play. I'm like, oh, so You're like, man, I'm so good. sorry. I've I've seen you and your wall. I have no desire to meet your housemate. Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's pretty all. much on my to-do list to uh, not meet your friend. Yeah, that would be the most ideal outcome of the situation. Because at this point, you still don't know who's- I don't know what's lingering Who's on the, the other side. Nazi? S- yeah. No, which one is it? Maybe he's real chill, but the friend's the Nazi. <laughs> yeah. He just comes oh, out. Don't in, mind him. But he's he also com- like he comes out in a fun fields uniform, just like, oh well, I'm off to work. But um, <laughs> time to write a few toboggans, eh? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But, but you still have to be like a little bit, like a little bit odd to like allow that in the house. Like yeah. I live with Meg. If she starts putting up swastikas, I'd probably uh, raise a few questions. Yeah, yeah, you would be yeah. very sus about it. Yeah, well, maybe it's just his thing. Maybe you know, maybe the guy I was talking to was telling me the amp was like rock and roll Jeff, and his roommate was Nazi Steve. You know, maybe you never know. Yeah, I mean the mm. the rental market's tough. <laughs> That's so, true. Yeah. You just got him off fairy floss or whatever that website is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Facebook thing. Yeah. Anyway, so he hands me the guitar and he plugs it. He goes, "All right." Have a play, mate. And I was like, "What the f- what the f- stage fright, city limits?" Because I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to wake the dude up. But also, I was like, "Damn, if I play something and fuck it up, I'm gonna look like I'm a shitty guitarist to this yeah. dude. Mm. I don't want to look like that. That's awkward." And like, what? Oh, I'm also, in, I'm not sure if you played anything, but like, I want to know what your song choice was. That's what I mean. Because I'm sure you don't know Deutschland, Deutschland, Uber Alice or anything <laughs> like that, but. <laughs> So you probably weren't going to impress him from the yeah. get-go. Yeah. <laughs> I played 99 Luftballoons. <laughs> I don't know. I, I played something. I've definitely played something extra light. I was, those, those guitar strings were getting tenderly stroked. That was, they were not getting hit. I'll tell you that right now. But uh, I just remember afterwards he was like, oh, okay. He's like, oh, well, mate. You know, you should come back and have a jam sometime. I was like, oh, yeah, okay. Ooh. No worries. Anyway, I, I unplugged the amp and he goes, all oh, right, yep, let me count the cash. And I remember I remember him counting through like the wad of $50 notes, whatever I gave him, really slowly. And the whole time, like a bead of sweat is dripping down my head. Like, I need to get the fuck out of here. Like, time was slowing down. But I took the amp. He lets me out. And he goes, oh, well, maybe we can jam. I'll stay in touch. I was like, yep, cool. Got in the car, immediately blocked him on Facebook. This guy was like Patrick Stewart in Green Room. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Very true. Yes. It's a great movie. And I'm back on with the movie references. You haven't seen- Patrick Stewart plays a I Nazi know. who- uh, Runs a punk rock club. Yeah. Patrick like a- Stewart is the guy from Star Trek, right? No. Yes. And yes. he is. Oh, and Professor and Xavier. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yes. And yep. X-Men. Yep. And Anton Yelchin's in it. And he's the guy who um, stopped Kia's from being produced- yeah, man, that was a pretty rough call to a fellow CF sufferer. But um, he had CF. Yep, Anton Elton had How CF. How would you feel about being cast as a Nazi? Like, look, personally, just like they. I reckon. No offense, Blake. 
if I'm the first one getting cast. Out of the three of us, <laughs> dude, if you for like Nazi youth, you have blonde yes. hair and blue eyes. Dude, if you saw a picture when I was like from the ages from like when I the when I first got a head of hair when I was a baby to like six years old, I was yes. like albino white hair. Yeah, I reckon you could have got like a, the purest of the bunch. You could have got a role in like All Quiet in the Western Front or something like mm. that, and would have been like obscene that you'd be pictured in the background. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Thank um, you. <laughs> you got a lot of Ray finds about you too. I mean, he was was he Schindler? Yeah, no. he was. Yeah, yeah. Schindler, Schindler? No, no, no. That was Schindler's Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. He was just the bad Nazi guy. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I haven't seen that film it in a while. It depends on context. I think playing a Nazi in like a Tarantino movie would be fun. Oh, yeah. Because you would get a lot of like like gun work and like action like stuff to do. But like okay. in like... But you wouldn't have an issue with the whole thing about hating Jewish people? I would definitely have an issue with that. Um, I did. That, good. Okay. Um, and I want to say that right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Smart. Thank you. Good move. Cover um, all bases. But, you know, I think it would be a lot more maybe uh, uh, mentally affecting to be in Schindler's List and play a Nazi. True. Because yeah. it's like a deep, heavy movie. Yeah. What about if you were to play a boy that wears, uh, I don't know, a specific type of pyjamas? That would be pretty fun. <laughs> like, if, yeah, if they were Check It or something. Yeah. We're not well, really we're alluding not to any other movies. No, no. Check it. Specific. Anyway, the end of the story. No, I, just, I just didn't oh, want to allude yeah. to the actual film. Yeah, no, I thought great. we were trying to avoid saying striped, but they fucked that up. <laughs> Good old fucking Blakey catches on real quick. No, that yeah. was my bad. It wasn't very funny when I That's said check it. Um, a bit of a the old Reuben sandwich of uh, Holocaust jokes, we oh, call yeah. it. Nice one. What? Yummy and delicious? <laughs> Yeah, Easily so digestible. Anyway, Did you, what's the drive home like with your mum? Like, hey, well, Jules was like, "Why? Why were you in there for so long?" And I was like, "Yeah, oh, I don't know. He's a weird old guy." Hey, <laughs> she's like, "That's what I mean." When I was when I was a kid, I was like, "That was really weird." And I just kind of thought, like, "Oh, I'm a huge, I'm a huge, like, wimp." You know what I mean? Like, oh, I just he was just a guy selling an amp. But I do remember thinking, "Oh, really weird." He's got the Nazi stuff on the walls. And that was a really scary scenario. But I remember too, because there was so much smoke in the house and so much darts, the amp smelled like cigarettes the entire time mm. I had it. I sold it a couple of years later, three or four years later. And um, the entire time I had it, I had it in my bedroom. My room would smell like cigarettes and I'd, I've never smoked a dart in my life. And that guy came into Tyler's house and he was like, and he came in, he locked the door behind me and it was just all over the walls was just like hentai anime porn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud of that. And a cardboard cutout of the Ariana Grande Fortnite skin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Speaking of the- Chun-Li body pillow in my bed as well. <laughs> the new battle pass has been announced and there's a lot of excitement in the group oh, chat lately oh, yeah. because oh, Optimus Prime is going to be a new skin. Oh, oh. like copping that. Oh. Optimus Prime. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm spending my V-Bucks it's on that. It's so crazy like the- the, the hold that Epic Games have over my bank account and the current number in it. What's more crazy is that all three of us think that this is a great thing to talk about on a podcast like other people will give Dude, a shit. Dude, tens and tens of people will be loving that this. That is true. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Great call. You, you meet them at the shows. There's BLT heads that also love a cheeky drop in Mega City. Anthony oh, and sure. Tom going to be frothing this yeah, right 100%. now. Yeah. Shout out to the homies. Um, yeah, I'm oh hype as hell, man. I'm packing the PS5 for tour. Do you know how annoying it is to take that thing around? Well, now I want to pack the PS4 because our Switch lobbies are just no, so it's ass. grim. 
It's hard to play on the Switch too. It's no it fun. It feels like playing like Nintendo 64 Goldeneye, but it's 2023. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's And grim. especially on like Airbnb internet in Goulburn, like it's going to be grim. Oh, mm. the, the only thing that makes me want to rage quit video games more than losing in the video games is losing when it's not my fault. Like losing because the internet sucks ass and me going, I'm better than this. I can achieve more. Yeah. Do you know, do you know what I think so funny about the grip that Fortnite and all of this sort of stuff has on you specifically? He's when we flew Tyler. back to Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> um, Wait, I need to that, explain. I need to explain. No, no, no. It's so much better if, if – okay. and then you can explain afterwards. Okay, yep. We get to the airport when we flew home from uh, – Brisbane. From Brisbane after the special. And then we get to the airport and Tyler just has this weird nervous energy at the security <laughs> gate. I'm like, dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? I've never seen you more nervous in my yeah, life. I'm looking at the thing. I'm like, I'm really hoping the, the, there is no sign that says take laptops out of bag. And Blake's it, like, what do you mean? I'm like, don't worry about it. So then we get to the thing and I go in first and then I get through the gate. It's fine. And I <laughs> just see on the other side of the security gate, Tyler pulls out his PS5 from his backpack. <laughs> And then he, and then I can just, I don't know what he said, but I can see him like trying to explain it to the security guard. At <laughs> like, oh, I have a Airport. crippling addiction. It's called Fortnite. Yeah. In my defense, look, can I explain myself? For the special taping, I had been tasked with carrying the entire production on my shoulders. Thank you. Without me as the integral part of the team, the special could not have happened. I took the van up by myself. I drove from Melbourne to Brisbane. No, Melbourne to the Gold Coast Mm -hmm. over three days. And I thought, well, I'm going to have seven hours on the road each day by myself. How am I going to have some pleasurable me time at the evenings in these hotels? You can't take his hentai wall. No, I'm not packing that up and resetting it up everywhere. Yeah. Do you know how sticky of a thing that is to take off the walls? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I took my PS5 instead. Shoot me, man. I'm an adult. I can do whatever I want, all right? Thank you. And yeah, it was embarrassing when I got to the airport, but I thought I'd have the support of my homie. You did have the support. No, well, you're laughing at him and bringing it up on a podcast exactly. five months later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What am I meant to do with that? What am I meant to do with that? <laughs> I, I think it's funny too. Yeah. Arguably the yeah, fun- the But also I respect it. Blake has the support of his homie. I also agree. Arguably the hilarious. funnier part about that whole ordeal was on the second, on the, on the, the third day of- of me driving the van up by myself, I get to Port Macquarie and, well, two hours outside of Port Macquarie, the the van's air conditioner died. It's in the peak of Australian summer. I'm in Queensland on the road. When the aircon died, I had to roll the windows down. I was driving shirtless, sweating profusely on the freeway 110. The wind is so hot, I'm dying. The next day, I take the van to get serviced at like a an aircon repair place. And the guy's like, no, just leave all your bags in the car. That should be fine. And I was like... That's all right, man. I'll take this backpack with me. It was the backpack with the PS5. He's <laughs> lugging it around all day. Yeah, in Port I, didn't, I didn't trust him. I was like, I can't lose this. That's fair. So I went to the beach in Port Macquarie and just laid on the beach with my PS5 in the backpack. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that is the most humiliating thing that could ever happen to anybody in Port Macquarie. <laughs> yeah, by far. Yeah. By far. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Yeah, love by Port Macquarie. <sighs> Coming there soon. Get your tickets, LukeKidgel.com. Actually, oh, yeah. by the time this is out, might already have done the show. We have pre-recorded this before the tour. <laughs> <laughs> Factor Mundo. Anyway, um, oh, you got anything else you want to say? If not, I've got a new segment planned. 
Oh, go for it. Oh, yeah. can, I, can we do the new segment now? I'd yep. love to. Oh, I'm so excited. All right. I've thought of a segment. Wait, do you have any show. more thoughts on the Battle Pass? I'm stoked that it's. Um, I'm stoked that both Optimus Prime is the secret skin. I'm stoked that there's a variation on one of my all-time favorite skins, Meowsels. Um, it's going to be a part of the Battle Pass. And I'm really stoked about the new biomes that will be appearing on the map. It's a jungle theme. There's going to be a volcano next to Mega City, I've been told. I can't wait. Great. I just wanted to make sure there was no one listening for your new segment. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Come on, baby. Got him. <laughs> All right, now launch. Sometimes people get pushed to the brink. <laughs> and when they snap, they snap. <laughs> This is my brink. Yeah. Anyway, this is my new segment. I don't give a fuck. All right. I'm <laughs> going to try. Like, this is my new segment. Don't come trialing. to the podcast tomorrow. Huh? Doesn't matter. Doesn't it matter. was a school shooter joke. Right. <laughs> <laughs> don't come. That's good. Uh, all right. This is my new segment. It's called Lore Update with uh, Tyler Cahill. Uh, and basically what I think the concept of the segment will be is I'm going to hit uh, Luke and Blakey with a story. Now, this is a very broad umbrella tale here of uh, each time it could be different. We do a lore update. You guys might go, hey, can we have a lore update? It's been a while. And I go, oh, cool. And I'll hit you guys with a tale either of survival, of adventure, of just wild variables, and you guys can react along the way. Okay. <laughs> so basically, uh, the segment is uh, I'm going to tell you a story about myself. No, this is not about myself. This is a real, this is a real story. Not about me. Oh, that's what I mean. I'm going to tell you a crazy story and you guys are going to live react to it. And what, what's this to do with lore update? It's like a lore update of the universe. Okay. Just updating your lore on things happening out in the world. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, what do you think? Yeah, man, we'll give it a go. <laughs> yeah, why not? I mean, well, what have you guys prepared? You're right. Yeah, exactly. I know nothing. <laughs> exactly right. All righty. This is the tale of Angela Hernandez. Ooh. So... July 2018, a woman named Angela Hernandez, she's in her SUV, she's driving home on a freeway in Big Sur, California. All of a sudden, small animal runs out into the highway, she swerves her car trying not to hit it, ends up flying off the side of the highway, her car flips, rolls down 200 feet to a rocky beach below. Wow. That means nothing to me as someone who doesn't know imperial measurement. Do you want me to do a live conversion for you? <laughs> Is it about 50 metres? Uh, 40? 30. Feet to metres. Let me check. I, reckon, actually, it, I mean, 200. That's quite Put in our guess. I reckon 80 metres. I'll go... What did you say? What was the original measurement? 200 How feet. How much is a foot again? There's like 200 feet. Oh, no. Say. I'm six foot and I'm two metres, so... This is good. Oh, I'm not two meters. I'm like 180. I'm not two meters tall, by the way. Go, you, I can see the, the, the cogs are moving in your head. I think it would be grown men trying to do maths on a pod. Um, 60-ish meters. I will say 70-ish meters. It's literally 60-ish meters. That was Ooh. really good. 60.96 meters. Well done. That was really good. Thanks, mate. Anyway, she rolls off 60.96 meters off this cliff. Oh, I'm with you now. Yeah. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Car crashes on a rocky beach below. She has a brain hemorrhage. She fractures her ribs, which you'd know a lot about, Luke. <laughs> Breaks a collarbone. She has ruptured blood vessels in both of her eyes. Collapsed lung. Which I would know a lot about. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> yeah. Then she, then, she, then she wakes up. She comes to, covered in water in her car. 
She s- grabs a multi-tool from somewhere in her car, breaks the window, climbs out, swims to the beach, passes out again. So somehow she's survived the fall. She's survived all these injuries, but she wakes up again. I feel like I know what's going to happen. What? The Angela's Rock's character from San Andreas is going to come and <laughs> save her. The Rock was in Grand Theft Auto San Andreas? No, the, there's a movie called San Andreas starting, yeah. the, starring The Rock. Not familiar with it. Don't really. I remember the trailer. Yep, it sucks. Cool. Um, anyway, she wakes up again. She got no shoes. Pretty much all her clothes are gone. She's completely mangled on the beach, but she gets up. She, she walks to the shore looking for help. She uses a hose that she's somehow pulled from the wreckage of her car to collect water to keep herself alive on, on the beach, right? From the moss on the beach. She's alive for seven days. She's screaming. No one's helping her. A few hikers find the car, find her in a heap, save her life. Wow. Wow. How did they get help? Because they got phones and stuff. I think so. Yeah. What year did this happen? 2018. Yeah, right. And is this real? Real story. She survived after seven days only using a hose from her car. Remember all those things? Hemorrhaged. Collapsed lung. And I can't wait for James Franco to portray that in a movie again. <laughs> <laughs> wait, so she got lodged between two rocks. <laughs> what does the hose have to do with it? That's, That's how, how she, she kept herself water. alive. Yeah. She used the hose that she'd pulled from the car to suck the moss, the water out of the moss on rocks on the beach. Oh, right. This, I was so right. The hose wasn't attached to like a flowing water stream. No. Because no, I was no. like less impressive if she's got running water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When you said hose, I was like, I could probably survive in my garden for a week. Yes. <laughs> garden. Yeah, same thing. There's yeah. a hose out there. Yeah. That's really okay. Good. Yeah. So she was like, oh, okay. I'm more impressed by that. That yeah. is very impressive. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't go well in like a Bear Grylls survival That's scenario. That's what I mean. No. My, I think what I was going to use that as a springboard for is how far into that ordeal do you think you would make it? Oh, I would die off the cliff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in the car and you'd come to with all the injuries and you'd just be like, oh, well, game over. Yeah, nah. You wouldn't, you wouldn't think to use a multi-tool to break out of the car. No, I also not a very, even if I did manage to break out the car, swimming is exhausting. Yeah, that is a good point. Yeah. How, how far out does Dragon she was? It didn't really say. It doesn't really say, but you'd have to assume that. Assume not that far because she's got Well, she rolled off the cliff in the car. Yeah. Maybe the tide came in and just. Unless she got swept out with a rip, probably not that far. Well, she did wash up on the beach, so I guess she was probably out in the water for a while. Yeah, the last time I swam was in, like, year 12 school swimming sports, and I remember I just started walking once I got to the shallow end. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. I was also dressed like a fairy princess. I had a lot of drag underneath the water. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great shout. The dress was weighing me down a little bit. That's fair enough. How about you, Blakey? What do you, how, long, how far do you think you'd survive? Man, I, even if I get out of the car, I'd, yeah, I don't last a day, man. You don't last a day. No. I mean, he's not. got like diabetes. Like if he oh, doesn't have like sour worms eh? every day, he's... Yeah. Also, Blake has no empathy or care for life. So as soon as he sees that little rodent walking across the road, he's like, game on. <laughs> yeah. I'm running straight through. I'm not swerving out of the way. Yo, I park peacefully at my home in California. That's what <laughs> happens to me during this story. Yeah, you don't survive anywhere And then longer. I hop out in front of my uh, Kia and it hits me in the garage. <laughs> oh... What? Rest Anton Yelchin joke. Rest in peace, Anton Yelchin. Yeah. That's how he 
Imagine having cystic fibrosis and the way that you die early is getting crushed by your car in your driveway. So what I think about a lot, I'm just like, because I've in my whole life, I've had like, my whole life has just been, yep, well, I know how it's going to happen statistically. Mm. What if it doesn't? What if it happens another way? Yeah. Like that'll be unexpected. Yeah, it's rough. And I don't Cause know. Because then, no, like I know this might sound bad, but then you're probably like, well, what's the point of having this disability my whole life? Exactly. Yeah. That's how I'm going to go out. Yeah. That's, like, that's a BL. For yeah. sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm, that's mm. a good point. Yeah. Anyway, well, that was, a, that was the segment. That was a great first version. Lore of update Lore on update. Angela. Lore update on Angela Hernandez. That, that was really good. I actually liked that. Do you was, like that? that was yeah. Quite good. I, for some reason, you took me on like a real audio but yet visual journey in my head. There, good. I imagined the cliff. Good. I uh, I was lost with the hose part. But that's why I brought you back. But that's why I was trying to like, how big's this cliff? You know. Good. I wanted you to visualize it. I think the viewers at home could visualize visualize it as well. Maybe they can think to themselves, how far along would they survive? an ordeal of such magnitude, you know? Blake wouldn't survive over uh, 24 hours without attending a service station for snacks. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking this, dude, he would I make it to hour 11 without like, a sour worm and he'd fucking think, off himself. I, yeah, I just think swimming, man. Like last time I swam was uh, in a Townsville pool nine daiquiris down. <laughs> <laughs> Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Uh, True. Before Take- a performance I had to do. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't think I'd last long. Do you reckon you could go three days without having a guava V? Yes. Get fucked. (laughs) I would challenge that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I could. I would just replace it with another carbonated drink of some sort. (laughs) Right. But do you think you would, I mean, obviously you can't because you're diabetic, but do you think you could do like one of those sugar detoxes? Like, do you reckon you would actually go through like withdrawals? Uh, it depends what the withdrawals are. Like I wouldn't, I could replace it with other stuff to help the diabetes. Like natural sugars. Yeah. Or like just carbs and stuff like that. Does that help? Carbs help. Yeah. Oh, so you don't have to eat like uh, glucose all the time. He's choosing to. I'm choosing to. Yeah. Cause it's while it's easy and it's less filling. Oh, you know so I, mean? I thought, cause I've known a few people with diabetes and they, um, some can't have sugar. Well, no, a lot of them would just eat lollies and stuff, and I thought that was everyone. Yeah. Well, it's just, it's convenient. It's on the go. Like, and it, and it carbs, also- Carbs does require, like, it, more of a sit down. If, if I'm correct, it gets up your glucose level as quickly as possible, right? It's the quickest thing. Yeah. yeah. Do you yeah. still do the thing every day where you stab yourself? Yeah. Oh, what the fuck? I always forget about that. I've never yeah. seen you do that. Neither when, have when I. Do you do it? I do it, like, at night. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah. Have you ever done it, like, after beers? Uh, if I have a night out on beers, I, I usually skip it before it. you go, or either that or before I go. Yeah. yeah. Where do you jab? No in? one knows this about Blake. I jab it in my stomach. Do you have a bunch of holes? Uh, no, not in my stomach. Uh, and I swap between my stomach and my right leg, because if you do it in the same spot for two it gets hours, bruised or whatever, it gets like lumpy. <sighs> not lumpy, like they're not noticeable. You just have like a little like for a few days. You're just at the point now where it's like it doesn't affect you. Like stab. Inject, done. I remember the first time, because I've had it since like 2016, and when you get diagnosed with it, they have to make you spend a couple of days in the hospital like to teach you how to do everything. So they give me the needle for the first time, and they're like, oh, the most important thing is like, because a lot of people, especially when they're younger, they get their parents to do it because they're too scared. Yeah. But I was like 14 or something like that. So they were like, okay, like I think you're old enough to just do it yourself. 
So I was like, yeah, sweet, no worries. So I did, they're just like, they show me how to do it. And then I become Mia Wallace in Pulp Fiction. I get this needle and I just go, and I just jam it in from, with full force. And then I just see my doctor go, oh. And He's supposed to just lightly. Yeah, yeah go like, the, you literally like, you just like, you place it there and then you like very lightly like go in and you don't feel it this at all. This is the problem. It's so obvious, particularly from this episode that you were so clearly raised on movies. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, were like yeah. the Abed from Community of our show. Yeah. Right? yeah. It's like, it's, it's fucked that you watch someone like non-safely inject in an Film for adults, and there was a fourteen-year-old. We're like, that's how it's done. <laughs> oh, maybe, yeah, okay, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's wild. Mm. Oh, I've so always forget that you do that. I haven't thought about that. For I don't think I could do that if I. That's from the diabetes, right? Yeah, yeah. If I had diabetes, I'd be like, all right, we'll just take the leg. <laughs> like, I can't stick the needle in me, dude. It freaks me out. You actually don't feel it whatsoever. Can you do blood tests? No, I hate them, man. The last time I went for a blood test, I nearly passed out and vomited all over myself. My brother Did you does get that every time. Yeah, I got vaccinated. I uh, was really bad. Man, when I got the COVID vax, oh God, it was embarrassing. Roy and I, like we got the, you know how they were bringing them out in stages and like there was the first one you could get was Astra. AstraZeneca was like the first one that came out. Roy and I booked it in the first day. We're like, we're going to get the vax. We're going to get it straight away. Astra, let's go. It's huge. So we drive to the Melbourne showgrounds where they've got the big thing set up. We wait in the line for like three hours. Finally gets time to do it. And uh, I'm sitting in the booth and the nurse is like, hey, how are you? She's like a nice young nurse, whatever. She goes, all right, this will be really quick. And I was like, hey, just um, if we could keep this on the down low, I, I don't do well with needles and things. And she goes, oh, okay, well, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you this little box bowl of jelly beans and I want you to suck on the jelly beans and I want you to look away and it's going to be really quick. It's going to be over. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so I put the jelly bean in my mouth. I'm shooting the jelly beans. And I'm like, have you done it yet? She goes, I'm just about to do it. All right. Three, two, I've already done it. And I was like, oh, thank you so much. <laughs> and I walk out and Roy's like, man, that was really chill. That was really easy. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it was so easy, dude. It was so great. And she, and then he goes, why have you got a container full of jelly beans? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, I don't know, man. We're really weird. The nurse was just like, hey, I got these jelly beans. You want some jelly beans? I was like, yeah, I love jelly beans. No worries. Yeah. <laughs> Took them off. I was like, yeah, I don't know. Really random. It was like a random. You know that there was like I a five-year-old behind you in the line that, and then didn't get any jelly beans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then I sat in the thing and had to have like five minutes of sitting down. because Not because I was like feeling weird from the, the shot or anything. I was just like, oh my God, I had the needle. It was gross. My brother passes out every single time he has a needle. Jack, he will, he will like, well. he will nearly pass out if he watches me do it to myself. Jack has passed out from the, not the needle. He's like, I didn't get bothered by the needle. He's like, whenever he gets, it's only bloods. Vaccines doesn't pass out. It's when he gets blood taken from him. Yeah, <laughs> I understand he that just to an extent. He just like faints, like blacks out just due to quick blood loss. <laughs> Every That's time really I can't If I watch the blood I remember when I was a kid I had to get a blood test And the first time I went in She sticks the needle in And she's like Yeah you're so dehydrated That no blood will come out of your veins So go drink water And come back in 45 I was like Fuck So I went and drank the water And came back She goes alright Yep it's coming out real easy now She goes oh look at this Look at how easy it's coming out now And when she was pulling the thing out The blood's just like Spurting and exploding in the thing And I was like Oh I'm, I'm gone And I out like a light <laughs> and I haven't been able to do like 
Yeah, I haven't been able to do medical things since. Like I, anything that's... I go, oh, cool. I didn't realise I had, like, had that much in me. Yeah, I watch. I feel a little bit lightheaded. No, I can't about watch. It. And, I, and I, yeah, I nearly... The last time, like I said, I nearly vomited. There's probably people are hating this. Someone's just hating this conversation Yeah, right I now. am. I'm them. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Man, I think it's probably the, one of the easiest and most relaxing things in the world. You just sit... It's because you do it every day. Yeah, I know. You're used it, to it. I'm not, like, stoked to go in there. I'm not, no, like... No, 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 no. No, no, no. The, the insulin needle is, like, done. And it's no, you don't feel it. Blood tests is a lot different. Right. Okay. Like you just sit there, you have a little chat to the nurse. Uh, what are you doing? Like your tattoo. <laughs> yeah, what are you doing? Thank you so much. There's my blood. I go home. You, are you a sim? A sim. Yeah, and then I go home and listen to my, uh, when I'm walking out of the blood clinic, uh, I listen to uh, Katy Perry's uh, Last Friday Night, but in the Sims version. <laughs> Man, Lukey goes in for a blood test. And he's like, "Oh, yep, how are you doing? Oh, comedy, very good. Wow, I've never seen such composure in a in a torso with only two ribs in it. Anyway, oh, <laughs> got your ribs. See you later. Have a good one." <laughs> <laughs> oh God damn it! Anyway, all right. Well, that's been a great episode of BLT, guys. Yeah. Oh, oh, can I also? Um, uh, I just had. I've got a missed call. Uh, from uh, my girlfriend just then, yep. uh, while you were telling the Angelina Hernandez story, yep. and I was like, "I'm not Angela." Angela, and I was just like, "No, nah, nothing will interrupt this story." It's nice. Um, but I started thinking about um, uh, something uh, that nearly ended my relationship the last time I was hanging out with my girlfriend. Um, I, <laughs> Zoe, uh, my girlfriend, and I were hanging out uh, just last night. And then my, you know how sometimes you get like calendar notifications about like oh days and God. events that pop up. Um, essentially, oh and no. thank you, I re- feel really supported going to this uh, little story. Because <laughs> I know where it's going. It's yeah, so I know where it's stupid. going to and you're so dumb, man. Uh, Continue the story. Okay. <laughs> so I get this notification <laughs> and then I get this because I have a very specific sound that comes up when my calendar goes off. And it only goes off like every week when Collingwood are playing because I've got the Collingwood app synced to my calendar. So I just go, oh, Collingwood aren't playing. It's a Sunday. They played today. Like I would have got this notification like yesterday. And then I, 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 I go up and I'm like, oh, that's odd. Um, and it's a calendar notification um, reminding me of, uh, because it was the day uh, me and my ex-girlfriend got together. And um, I've got my phone in hand uh, while Zoe is next to me. Reminding you of your anniversary that you have with your ex-girlfriend yes two reasons there's two reasons if i was from zoe's perspective to to make you look like a douchebag right the first one is obviously the fact that you have the anniversary with your ex in your google calendars yep the second is the fact that you're so horrifically disengaged from when things happen in your life that you can't remember the date where you and your partner have gone together no but so I what's that mean for you and zoe's future man no i remember me and zoe specifically feb 15th uh 2023 easy day after valentine's day yeah, that's great a choice that's a great shout thank you and it was my call as well about 5 50 in the morning as well it was good um <laughs> okay thanks for that and then um because i think what i think from memory what happened was uh me and my ex-girlfriend had like one of those apps where you could like do it and then it syncs to your calendar Okay. And then, so we did that, we broke up, forgot about it. And now like once a year, I'm reminded of it. And then I go, huh, that's a little bit funny. And then I forget about it for the next year. 
Well, mate, now you're a taken man. So what 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 happened when Zoe saw it? So as of uh, like the like the minute after, I was like, oh, I should probably take that off my phone. What is she, what was Zoe's reaction? She was just like she was just like, oh, that's a bit fucked. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's fair enough, yeah. And then because um, it comes out with her name, right? Yeah, it's like ex girlfriend's name anniversary. Yeah, so she knew. Zoe was aware what was going yeah. on there. Yeah. Like she didn't see it and go like, oh my God, you've got another woman. She knows what my ex-girlfriend's name is. Yeah. So she, she was aware and it didn't uh, destroy the relationship whatsoever. I'm very grateful for that. And um, yeah. You are, that is, that is like the most avoidable discussion or fight that you could have ever imagined. Yeah. Mm. Especially because, you know, when you started that story, Luke and I both started shaking our hands going, we know where this is going. Because last week you brought it up on tour. Yeah. You were like, oh, that's a weird upcoming notification I have. Why do I have my ex's thing? And I'm like, we're like, dude, don't you think it's time to delete? He's like, yeah, yeah, I definitely will delete. That's really weird. And then you clearly just forgot and didn't do it. <laughs> yeah. To be you fair, the night put I off that admin. You put off, to be fair, the night I, I brung it up and was like, oh, that's a weird upcoming notification. It was the Asta show. So I was- Yes, you were in a different was, mindset. I was sure. in a different mindset. You're like, dude, I've got to put off this three second button tap. <laughs> You're a busy man. I have a free open window. Yeah, he's a busy guy. Yeah, yeah. No, fair enough. It's good. But That's uh, good. yep. Well, and luckily Zobo is a good sport. She is a good sport, and uh, I'll have to get her something very special for her birthday on June the fourteenth. Yeah, you are getting no brownie points from me. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't know who you're trying to impress. Tyler and I were not. You do not give a fuck about my girlfriend's birthday. I don't give a fuck that you remember the date. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'll well, care hey, about man. it. I'll not care about it when it comes. I'll be like, happy birthday, hey, Zoe. Man. But you guys right now, not my target audience. I know if Zoe's hearing this right now, I would yes. have said June 14th. She just went, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what you can get? A great gift for any one of your partners, Blakey. Yep. Get them a no sex voucher. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> so that they can provide it and you have no sex with you whenever they please. <laughs> that is the greatest gift of all. That is yeah. the greatest gift of all. God, have I just been giving that to every woman I've tried to talk to in the last 21 years? I mean, I can vouch for that. I've never fucked Blake Pavey and I'm the happiest man on earth. Okay. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Didn't know the L stood for liar in BLT, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's a great way to end uh, the episode. Thanks for coming. Thanks for listening again, gang. We'll be back next week with more great and interesting stories. And God, it's been nice to spend this 55 minutes with you. And God, I miss you all so much. And I can't wait to see you. <laughs> next week cannot come quick enough until we get to talk to you guys again. <laughs> yeah. All right, hit the outro.